0: Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up. It's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Women's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement. And at Women's Worth, it's about more than the money. It's about total well-being and we have a great program for you today. So we're going to dive right in. We've got some really good information coming, but we're going to dedicate this program to helping all of you understand the difference in planning for a couple and planning as an individual. And although this program is focused on women, we get calls from men and women, married and single, widowed and divorced, and they're planning for life strategies, they're always different, not only based on your status, but also based on your life stage. Because Jeanette, do you find that most couples have spent a lot of time talking about retirement plans before they come in to meet with you, or does it rather seem that their first conversation
1: about financial matters takes place in your consultation? That's a great question, Angela. And what I typically uh, find with couples is they talk about retirement lifestyles, they talk about their dreams for the retirement, the trips they want to take, where they want to live, perhaps relocate to. How much time? They they'll spend with the kids, grandkids, but rarely have they taken time to determine what the cost of that desired lifestyle scenario might be. They really haven't spent a lot of time talking about those life suddenlies and how they're going to handle these life events should something sideline that dream retirement. Like the what if scenarios I know we talk about sometimes
0: and like the what if we get a bad diagnosis or one of the kids, they needs they need financial help or one of us, we actually walk out on the
1: relationship or even maybe walk out on life. Yes, Angelia, we talk about the more pleasurable stuff, but couples don't seem to want to talk about the ugly realities of that life journey. For example, I had been doing the retirement planning for a couple, and they were both educators, and they had a retirement plan that he would retire first, and then she would retire two years later, and they were pretty set for their retirement. We did all the planning, we positioned their assets to generate the amount of income they needed, and we also did those what-if scenarios. What if something happened to either of them and we lost the pension? Since they both were retiring with pensions, and they supplemented their pensions with a Social Security benefit, so we had to really time the right Social Security strategy. They didn't want to think about this, but knew they needed to. And that is what if I facilitated that tough discussion of the impacts of losing one of them and with them goes those income sources. And we created a plan that protected them should anything happen to them that would impact their retirement. And Angelia, sadly, six months into his retirement, he was diagnosed with a very rare and debilitating health condition, only six months into retirement. Totally unexpected, no real treatment protocol for it, and very costly for them to go and search for something that prolonged his life. He threw their retirement into a tailspin, but they had one thing they could be sure of. And that is they had a plan that accounted for this life situation. And we're so thankful to me for forcing them into the discussion during the planning process. And they were able to deal with this unfortunate life event rather than worrying about money matters and how they're going to fund it. And that's why couples, they need
0: to get real, should we say, with talking about financial matters in the context of their life plan and the inevitabilities of curveballs in retirement Jeanette, and there will be curveballs there always is we know that I mean everyone lives life with a few curveballs in it and Jeanette what are some of the primary things that need to be discussed and decided between husband and wife you know or your
1: spouse in order to clarify parts of the planning process for you well first and foremost are the retirement goals. With couples, you need to ensure there's alignment around the goals for your retirement. And typically, I find there's an assumption that they agree on these goals. But when we go through the planning process and ask what keeps you up, at night, when you think about retirement and money matters, there's usually a huge disconnect between the two spouses or partners. There is no area, folks, where gender differences are more prevalent than in the areas of money, and we discover that right up front. And other basics are critical uh, because they impact the money, like are you going to relocate to a state that might have state income tax or even a state that has state to state taxes? There are two different levels of taxes in retirement. Also, how well equipped are you going to be for that sudden life event? Should you lose your spouse and with them goes a the source of income? There are many things that you need to discuss openly. And one of them is how will you use money to manage that debilitating illness? What if you do need that long-term care where right now it's over $9,000 a month in Florida because you can't keep get that care at home. So you really want to understand how to fund this. Absolutely. But really what you're highlighting is the need to plan for different
0: scenarios. And like It's planning for worst case scenarios, but
1: praying for the best case scenario. You got it. That's what integrated and holistic financial planning is all about. It's more than the money and how the money is going to be invested and used. You have to look at whether you have adequate life insurance protection, whether you can accomplish the goals without life insurance. You might need some protection there. Something could happen to an income source. And we look at a mix of financial assets just to make sure that they are positioned the right way, particularly if you're ending up retiring with all tax-deferred assets, like those ugly IRAs, which are a tax time bomb waiting to happen. Angelia, there are over 40 areas of inquiry we go through in our planning process, and we try not to leave a stone unturned, whether it's taxes, legal documents, lifestyle, to health, all the way through enjoying life with your loved ones worry-free, totally worry-free. Well, speaking about loved ones and the people that
0: around you, what are the things that people often disagree on when they're talking about retirement planning?
1: Oh, gosh. Now you, you're uh, meddling. It's an interesting question, and we'll need over an hour to discuss it, but I know uh, we're running short on time. I have a, a seminar that I do. It's called Critical Conversations for Couples. But the most common disagreement I experience is how much risk they're going to take with their with their savings. What I typically see is that most women make all the financial decisions in the marriage regarding how to spend the operating dollars, when to purchase things for the home, you know, how much to spend on vacations, things like that. And so they make all the discretionary spending decisions, but they defer the more strategic decisions like the investment decisions to their significant other, their spouse, their, their uh, partner. Typically, the significant other or spouse are working with an advisor who's usually another male who is someone who loves risk. And so you get a lot of disagreements on that risk. I can um, give you a little bit of an example. I was working with a friend of mine and she wanted a plan and she and I exercise every morning. Her husband loved risk. She did not like any risk, but he was driving all the financial decisions. And then she just decided, look, I'm just going to manage my assets my way. Let him manage his, his way because I've got to make sure there's something there when he decides he's going to lose all this money. So those are the things that you need to really be clear on is get involved in the financial planning. Absolutely. And here's a
0: question for all of you to think about. You have to think about do you have all of the proper financial planning tools in your retirement plan that gives you the confidence, gives you the predictability? If you can't answer this with absolute certainty, you need to give us a call because every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized retirement lifestyle protection plan that addresses your needs, whether you're married or single. So don't take chances with your retirement and give us a call to make sure that we protect your future and give you the retirement that you deserve. For the next 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle plan at no cost or obligation and understand something. This isn't a one size fits all plan. It's customized specifically for you. You'll get an understanding of the cost of retirement to make sure that you don't run out of money if life throws you the curveballs we've been talking about earlier. We'll help make the decisions about claiming your social security benefit, look at the impacts of long-term care needs in your life, and also we'll stress test your savings to make sure that you're protected from unnecessary market risk. And we'll look at the tax obligations that you'll have in retirement to make sure that you don't pay more in taxes than your fair share. And all this totally complimentary if you've saved $200,000 for retirement. Be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. All right. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us. And you're listening to Women's Worth Radio. We'll be right back to continue talking about financial planning differences for couples and for singles. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. It's a show for women, but we'll let the
1: men tag along as long as they are willing to listen.
0: Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And right now, we're gonna dive right in and continue our discussion on financial planning differences between couples and singles. And I'm curious, Jeanette, is it okay for one spouse to handle all the financial matters or do you typically encourage both of them to be heavily involved? I think that's a pretty important question.
1: Okay, all of you men and women listening, please involve one another in every financial decision. So that pretty much answers your question. And let me speak to the women for a minute. Your husbands, partners, significant others, and most likely the advisors you may be using are not addressing all the longevity issues women will face and the costs associated with longevity. Please get actively involved and work with an advisor who speaks your financial language and focuses on money matters unique to women. Angelia, I wrote a book about this. It's called Wise Up Women. And it was the first book I wrote. And it's your guide to total fiscal and physical well-being. That's the tagline. Pick up the phone and call for a second opinion of your retirement financial plan. And when you come in for your complimentary consultation, I'll give you a copy of this ever most helpful book. And a number of women have told me it actually saved their retirement when they finally understood why they had to be involved. Absolutely.
0: And if you want to write down this number, write down the number to call to get this book. It's 800 366 8022 That's 800 800- 3668022. all right well now with regard to the differences between couples and singles Jeanette what do you see as some of the top concerns that singles should be considerate of versus couples
1: I would say there's two areas that I think we should discuss it's about income planning and taxes so let me get started with income planning. with regard to income married couples have an advantage that a single person doesn't have. And that's regarding the claiming decision of social security and pensions. Because married couples have different claiming strategies available to them that allow them to get more of the social security system or the pension system. For example, it may make sense based on the goals for a couple to defer one of the Social Security benefits and allow it to grow, whereas a single person may not have any options other than to take it or not. Also, with regard to pensions, you have options on how to claim a pension benefit that makes it quite attractive to add a survivor benefit And with regard to a single person, I'm not sure it even makes sense to claim a pension if you have the option of a lump sum payoff. Well, wait a minute though. Now I'm confused. Why wouldn't a single person want to claim a pension? A single person does need that, but a single person doesn't have an option of a survivor benefit. So let's say you work 35 years for a company and you were blessed to have a pension and you're single you take the pension and two years later, you get diagnosed with a serious illness that shortens your lifespan. Well, once you pass away, the pension is done. A pension is equal to income for life. So if you're no longer alive, it's done. Whereas if you were to take a lump sum option, position some of the funds in your own self-directed pension. You can create a pension for yourself. Insurance companies have them all over the place. And you have that, that illness that shortens your lifespan. Then anything left in a self-directed pension is paid out to your beneficiaries. And I was faced with this decision when I retired after a 38-year career. I took a lump sum payout and redirected some of those funds into my own annuity option because I didn't want to leave any money that was rightfully mine on the table with a pension administrator. I wanted my sisters to have access to anything that was left over if, God forbid, unfortunately, I walked out on life earlier than expected. So Jeanette, do people really make these types
0: of financial decisions partnering with someone who can give them, you know, the facts to
1: make the right choice? They really do, um, Angelia. They don't think about what if scenarios which totally throw you curveballs. We worked with a couple recently and the husband was retiring and we did a pension analysis just to show you how important these decisions are before you make them because many pension and social security decisions, once you make them, they're irrevocable. You can't go and undo them. So with this couple, we recommended he takes a survivor benefit to protect his wife. He didn't want to do that because you take a reduction in the monthly pension payment when you want to add a survivor benefit. So we recommended that since he wanted to get the full value, we recommended he protects his life with life insurance. And both of them said they didn't want to pay the premium for life insurance. So even the wife agreed that she didn't want to make them Pay for that life insurance. Well, sadly, four months after he retired, just four months, he got diagnosed with a terminal form of cancer. The prognosis was a lifespan of nine to twelve months. And you know, Angelia, when when I heard that, my heart sank because there goes his pension at a very young age. And the wife loses a social security benefit as well as that pension benefit. And they're very young in their retirement journey. And I know your heart sank because I mean, that's so sad. And
0: I mean, even, I I think you often talk about this, Jeanette, taxes are uglier as a single person than for couples. So let's discuss that a little bit.
1: Let's go into that. And this uh, previous example I gave you, not only... Not only did she lose two sources of income, but then she moves from a married tax return to a single tax return. And that is the second hot spot in retirement, and that is taxes. Because many people have saved most of their retirement assets in IRAs and 401ks and all the other tax-deferred accounts. And let me give you an example to simplify uh, this because I know we're getting short on time. Let me introduce you to John and Sally. They've been married 35 years. They both have a social security benefit. His is 20000 dollars and hers is $10,000. They supplement their social security check with money coming out of IRAs. And in a given year, they need $30,000 out of those IRAs to cover their overall living expenses. That's a really good scenario. So as a married couple with standard deductions and having a $60,000 year income, of which half of it was IRAs and half of it was Social Security, they only owed $988 in federal income taxes. Wouldn't you like to owe only $988 in income taxes? Yes, I would love that. Yes. Um, Well, guess what? Sally came home from the grocery store one day and found John lying on the kitchen floor, unresponsive. He had had a massive heart attack. I can totally relate to that because my dad had a massive heart attack and died in three minutes at 62 years old. This is too close a reminder of what I often share. 80% of men die married. Now, Sally finds herself single and loses one social security check. So, she gets the higher of the two and switches to his benefit, but Sally still needs that $60,000 to maintain her lifestyle. So now she has to withdraw 40000 out of her IRAs to cover her needs, but she files as a single. Guess what her federal income taxes are? They must have doubled, didn't they? Nope. Got news for you, that's lowballing it. The increase in salaries taxes were 442%. How many of you have included taxes as an expense in retirement? Especially when you start using your IRAs and you move from a married filing jointly to a single tax filing status. My friends, plan now or pay dearly later. Absolutely. No one wants to pay 442%
0: more. Oh my goodness. That is why this is so important to make sure that you're ready for good times and the not so good times in retirement. So for the next 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle plan at no obligation or cost. And understand something, this isn't a one-size-fits-all plan. It's customized specifically for you. You'll get an understanding of the cost of retirement to make sure that you don't run out of money if life throws you curveballs. We'll help make sure that you make the decisions about claiming your Social Security benefit, look at the impacts of a long-term care need in your life, and Also, we'll give you a stress test to your savings to make sure that they are protected from unnecessary market risk. And we'll look at the tax obligations that you'll have in retirement to make sure that you don't pay more taxes than your fair share. And all this totally complimentary, if you've saved $200,000 for retirement, be one of the next 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800 366 8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. All right. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us and don't go away because when we come back, we're going to talk about estate planning as a single and how it differs as a couple. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Women's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Women's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And today, we've been talking about financial and retirement planning differences based on whether you're married or planning as a couple versus planning as a single. We've discussed income and financial planning and tax differences as well. So now let's talk uh, for a few minutes about how estate planning differs for
1: couples and singles. How about that, Jeanette, for a topic? I like it. This is why I created Woman's Worth for Women by Women. Angelia, one of the key differences is that with couples, you can hold financial accounts and property jointly. So when one of you passes, uh, then you could avoid probate because you easily transfer that asset to the survivor. So with a couple, a will for each of you could suffice, and you'll need to make sure that all of your financial accounts and your property is jointly held. Easy breezy. On your IRAs, life insurance, annuity contracts, the beneficiary designation determines how that particular account transfers to the surviving spouse. And on your healthcare power of attorney or financial power of attorney, you name each other typically, and it's highly recommended to also add other powers of attorney in case both of you, unfortunately, kind of got hurt at the same time. I love how you make everything so easy breezy. Financial planning should be
0: easy breezy. That's why we come to you at Woman's Worth. <laughs> it's much, much yes. more simple when you put it in layman's terms. Okay, well, so why would you need to add others
1: since most couples represent each other? Well, that's a good question. But let's say you're on vacation in the Cayman Islands And both of you came down with a dreaded illness, whatever kind of illness, but you could not represent, uh, speak for yourself and you couldn't speak for each other. Or what happens if both of you were in intensive care because of COVID-19? Well, I mean, you don't know when stuff is going to happen. So you'll need to have a plan B and that's the alternate powers of attorney. You always need to be prepared for any possibilities. And that's why scenario planning is really important. And often we don't want to talk about this, but we have to. Absolutely. I mean, we do. And this this time and,
0: and age, it's totally different. And I want to talk about the COVID-19 because, I mean, I often wonder how many people who got very seriously ill had the right legal documents in place to help them navigate the healthcare system, because I'm sure many didn't.
1: Yes, I talked to many of our estate planning uh, team members, and they were just getting calls like crazy. And you know, when stuff happens, it's too late to try to draft up legal documents because your loved one can't sign for them. Sadly, we never think something is going to happen. And when it does, suddenly we're not prepared. That's why now is the time to dust off those legal documents, make sure they represent your wishes and desires, and most importantly, have those alternative options put in place. Please, for all of you listening to this program give us a call and let us do an audit of your legal documents and your beneficiaries to make sure all is well. Don't assume anything. Estate laws at the state level and at the federal level change often, and you want to make sure your legal documents are compliant.
0: Absolutely. So really, if couples can transfer their money and property to each other without
1: probate, what about single people though? Now with single people, I typically recommend a trust. Now I understand something. I'm not an attorney. I'm not here to give you legal advice. We work with a lot of attorneys. And so typically the attorneys will recommend a trust. And I totally agree with that rather than a will, because wills still have to go through probate. And with the trust, you can totally avoid probate if you've properly title your financial accounts and your real estate to your trust. So you don't want to go through the trouble of getting a great trust put together by a fantastic estate planning attorney. And then they send you away with instructions to fund the trust. It's like furnish the house. The house is the trust. You got to furnish it. And that means you have to title or attach the financial assets to the trust. And then most people don't do anything.
0: Okay, so I'm trying to digest all of this. So because of a single person can't have joint accounts, you recommend a trust. But what about if I put my financial accounts in my name and my family member's name? Would that be a joint account and
1: possibly be able to avoid probate? Or am I wrong? Uh, yes, Angelia, you can do that. You're right. But there's another problem with that. Let's say, Angelia, you put me, your best friend, on your account, since, and I'm your financial power of attorney. So let's make that assumption. Okay. And I get into an auto accident, and now someone is suing me because of a car accident. I'm going to have to disclose all accounts with my name on it. And that would attach your money to my legal issues.
0: How does that work out for you? Mm, that doesn't work out at all. I definitely don't like that scenario. And I don't want my money attached to your legal issues, even though I love you.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and no, you don't. And so you want to keep things clean and protected by creating a trust and attaching all of your financial accounts to the trust since you can't have joint accounts Here are a few gold nuggets for you to understand about legal documents, whether you're married or single, okay? First of all, you want to partner with a holistic financial advisor who works with a board-certified estate planning attorney to understand where you are today, what you need tomorrow, and then create a customized estate plan. Maybe due to your unique needs during your lifetime and the unique needs of your beneficiaries, You need a trust rather than wills as a couple. You don't know. Or maybe as a single person, you don't own any property and you can easily avoid probate by adding a transfer on debt to your financial accounts. So it only goes to someone after you pass away. You don't need a cookie cutter approach to your estate plan. And the other thing I want to share before I know you're going to tell me we're getting close to ending this segment Um, don't forget to audit your beneficiaries annually to make sure an outright distribution is still appropriate for your heirs. Stuff happens in their lives and you want to protect their inheritance. And sometimes you want to protect them from themselves. So there are different ways of passing on that inheritance to your loved ones. And that's why it's so
0: important because at Women's Worth, that's really what you put in place is not that cookie cutter approach for your estate plan, but things that really matter for you and your heirs because nothing is as simple as it seems. You need to continually look at your wills, trusts, and powers of attorney to make sure that they are still going to work the way you expect them and want them to work.
1: You sure do, Angelie, And I'm raising the alarm with second marriages and blended families Love sometimes forgets to look at the realities of complication and estate planning with blended families with families who have special needs adult children, and when inherited assets are commingled, just understand that you need to make sure all of your documents represent your wishes and desires because many of the people who unfortunately succumbed to a quick attack of COVID just totally were not prepared. Absolutely. So let's just dust off all those cobwebs
0: off of that estate planning document and validate that they are still compliant and representative. Representing your wishes and desires and for the next 10 callers today we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle plan at no cost or obligation and understand something this isn't some one-size-fits-all plan it's customized specifically for you you'll get an understanding of the cost of retirement to make sure you don't run out of money if life throws you those curveballs will help make decisions about claiming your social security benefits, look at the impacts of a long-term healthcare need in your life and will also stress test your savings to make sure that they're protected from unnecessary market risk. And we'll look at the tax obligations you'll have in retirement to make sure you don't pay more in taxes than your fair share. And we'll work with our estate planning legal team and review your documents at no cost to you. All this totally complimentary if you've saved $200,000 for retirement. Be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized retirement lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Women's Worth, we're going to make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. So for the next 10 callers on the show today who call 800-366-8022, that's 800-366-8022. And we'll make sure that we reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. All right, well, we've got to take a brief break right now. And when we return, we're going to answer some email questions, which is always my favorite. So stay tuned, because we'll be right back in a moment. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Pajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And Right now, it's time to focus on some frequently asked questions from our audience and from emails that we get through our website and Facebook page. And if you want to make sure that you follow us on our Woman's Worth Facebook page, you can uh, go to our website. It's www.womansworth.com. All right. Well, our first question is from Emily in Jacksonville, Florida. She says, I lost my job because my company downsized due to the pandemic. This was a surprise, and I'm worried about my 401k, and I don't want to leave it with them. So, what options do I have, and how do I protect my savings? Because I'm not sure
1: when I'm going to get a job. And, you know, with the unemployment situation, it's kind of the unknown. Oh, Emily, that's ugly and very unfortunate. And so many people are in your shoes. So, great question. Uh, Since I don't know how old uh, you are, Emily, I'll give some general options that are available to you. Uh, you. Emily can simply roll over her 401k to a traditional IRA as one option, and then she can invest it in a way that works for her in accordance with a holistic financial plan. Or if Emily's going to get another job with another company who offers a 401k, you can really roll over that 401k into the new employer's 401k and keep all her funds together in a 401k. Because with a 401k, you have options available to you that you don't have with a traditional IRA. Even though they both work the same, they're both tax deferred. For example, you have the options of taking out loans out uh, from your 401k and repaying yourself back over time through payroll deductions. You don't have that option with a traditional IRA. On the other hand, depending on your life needs and Emily's age, you may want to have more investment options, which you get when you roll the funds over into a self-directed traditional IRA, and you manage it yourself. So because inside a 401k, you have very limited investment options. And I hate to say this, they're typically not the greatest investment options. I'm not sure why anyone would leave their money with any employer who has no vested interest in their health and well-being because they're no longer employed there. They really don't care about you. I recently met with a woman who had five different small 401ks from five different employers and none of these funds were being managed in an integrated manner to help her achieve her goal and she wasn't really getting a lot of value out of them. Okay, well, so here's another
0: question from Matthew in Palm Coast. Matthew says, I'm reading and hearing a lot about the loss of a stretch IRA with the SECURE Act as of January 1st, 2020. I wanted my IRAs to be stretched to my children as a legacy to them. What has really changed here?
1: I want to explain what happened with IRAs. Prior to the SECURE Act, what Matthew is referring to as a stretch IRA because he wanted his children to inherit his IRA and it be stretched in terms of taking distributions across their life expectancy. It was an amazing way to help the next generation grow wealth because based on the age of his children or your beneficiaries, they would take it out in accordance with the IRS expectancy tables, life expectancy tables. And it's a, it was a great way. It was beautiful. We d- used it as a planning strategy. Well, welcome the SECURE Act. We said bye-bye to the stretch. It's gone, which means your beneficiaries, other than a spouse, will have to have the account emptied, get this, Angelia, in 10 years that applies to both Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs, and so there's no more uh, requirement for that life expectancy incremental payout for your children or your grandchildren or your you know loved ones, unless the beneficiary is considered, and they defined it as an eligible designated beneficiary, and who is an eligible designated beneficiary? It's your surviving spouse. an owner's child who's less than 18 years of age, a disabled individual, a chronically ill individual, or any other individual who is not more than 10 years younger than that IRA owner. So there are a lot of rules, a lot of nuances, and what we're seeing, a lot of people are already making big mistakes with the way they pass on IRAs. I mean, you can't keep up. I mean, how in the world do you keep your head on straight? Every time we're turning around, the
0: rules of the game are changing, changing, changing. This is way too complicated. This is why we need you to keep up with all of this for us, to keep us ahead of the game.
1: What Matthew's question suggests is that you can't go at it alone because the minute you think you understand the tax code regarding IRAs and other tax-deferred accounts, 457 plans, 403Bs, call them what you wish. They're all money you haven't paid taxes on that's where all the changes are going to be. And I think we're going to see more changes in this space. I think I think you're absolutely right. And I don't know anything about anything. I mean, I think the rules
0: changed. That's why after, you had me. That's uh, so exactly why we all need you. Because the rules changed after everyone saved all of their money in 401ks and IRAs. And now
1: you have to rethink what you'll actually do with that. Are there any options? Oh, there are so many creative strategies because these new rules regarding IRAs impose big tax issues on your beneficiaries. So you really need to do some IRA distribution planning to determine how to avoid this time bomb. The worst thing you could do is gift your children that inherited IRA and then they're paying an enormous amount of taxes because they're already in high income brackets. That's what planning's all about, Angelia. It's proactively figuring out what's in your best interest. Like it may be wiser to leave your children a life insurance benefit, which is totally tax-free versus a tax-infested IRA. To me, that's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Okay, that's why we have
0: you in our back pocket. You have all the knowledge. And you make things like you said earlier in the show, easy breezy for the rest of us. (laughs) You take all the stress away. Okay, well, we have one more quick question. And it comes from Margie in St. Augustine. She sent this in and I want your reaction to it. She says, I have a large CD that has matured and I'm looking for a decent interest rate for another CD, but the best I could find for a one-year CD is 0.50%, and that stinks. So where do you go to find the better interest rates?
1: Oh, wow. Yes, Margie, that does stink. And we're at historically low interest rates and it looks like that's the State of the Union gonna be for another couple years. There are other tools you can find with insurance companies that have created some fixed income types of contracts that can get you much better returns and still allow you access to your money when you need it, like just in time. So we're seeing a whole new generation of solutions come up through insurance companies, not through the financial systems, that are giving you a very decent uh, interest rate. Many of them you'll have to look at perhaps a three year commitment and some give you full liquidity within a unique structure. So we're starting to see some very creative solutions. Without knowing Margie's needs, other, you know, what other income sources you have, do you how much do you have an emergency rainy day bucket? What's the time horizon you need for use of the money? It's difficult to give specifics, but just know one thing. CDs are not your best friend right now. And you do need to get creative with your plan and make sure that uh, you have the best solution to meet your needs. And an independent investment advisor should be able to sit down and go through some options and solutions that are available to you that uh, will work in your best interest. Absolutely, you're all about solutions here at Woman's Worth, and you're also passionate
0: about our belief that you deserve a secure, independent retirement. So for the next 10 callers today, we're going to give you a customized retirement lifestyle plan at no obligation and no cost to you. And understand something, this isn't some one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter plan. It's customized specifically for you and your needs, your solutions like Jeanette was talking about earlier, and you'll get an understanding of the cost of retirement to make sure you don't run out of money if life throws you the curveballs that you're not expecting, but will also help to make decisions about claiming your social security benefit, look at the impacts of a long-term care need in your life, and also will stress test your savings to make sure that you're protected from unnecessary market risk. And we'll look at the tax obligations that you'll have in retirement to make sure you don't pay more in taxes than your fair share. And we'll also work with your our state planning legal team and review your documents at no additional cost to you. And all of this totally complimentary if you've saved $200,000 for retirement. Be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your customized retirement lifestyle plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized Retirement Lifestyle Protection Plan. Again, that number is 800-366-8022. And when you call in for your complimentary visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Women's Worth Radio. We've had a great show today talking about a lot of information, a lot of solutions, and how you can be better prepared for a dignified and worry-free retirement. Have a great week, and we'll see you right here next week at Women's Worth because... It's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and through retirement.
1: Investment management
0: services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.